You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Dustin McAdams, standing in for my good friend, Jamie Migdahl. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, we're going to talk about saving the lives of pets. Specifically, we're going to talk about the business of animal welfare with one of the premier leaders in the field. You may or may not know some of these facts, but I find them to be pretty astonishing, and I want to frame this discussion with a little context on the scale. Homeless animals outnumber homeless people in the United States about five to one. Each year, about seven and a half million pets enter the shelter system. Of those, about a third will be adopted, but sadly, just as many don't make it out alive. Approximately two and a half million shelter pets each year are euthanized. And only about 10% of the animals that enter the shelters have been spayed or neutered. We simply have a huge overpopulation problem. And this issue... Animal rescue and adoption is an area of passion for me personally. So I am thrilled to be able to introduce you to one of my favorite people and a phenomenal philanthropist, Kathy Bissell, the founder of the Bissell Pet Foundation. Her foundation helps all sorts of animal welfare organizations across the country, about 3,000 of them in total. They provide support through funding, pet adoptions, foster care, microchipping, and spay and neuter programs. The foundation has awarded millions of dollars to their network of animal welfare organizations, and to date, they've helped save nearly 100,000 homeless pets since they launched in 2011. I personally love the mission of Kathy and her foundation so much that my company, PupJoy, donates a portion of every order to them. Why? Because we believe that they are the most impactful way for us to distribute our charitable dollars to animal welfare, and I'm certain that you're going to love hearing Kathy speak about the cause. If you want to look up Kathy during the break, you can find her at their website, www.bisselpetfoundation.org, on Facebook at Bissell Pet Foundation, and on Twitter and Instagram at Bissell Pets. We'll be right back with Kathy to hear all about her amazing story after these messages. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Pets Mean Business on Pet Life Radio. With us now is Kathy Bissell, founder of the Bissell Pet Foundation. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? Great. Thank you for having me, Dustin. Well, it is wonderful to have you. So giving a bit of an intro to everybody uh, about the organization, but I think it will be wonderful for the listeners to kind of hear the the story from you of how you started, the purpose of the organization, and frankly, the phenomenal growth that you guys have seen since launching. So before I do that, let me give you one uh, one quick question. So assuming an audience member knows nothing about you at all, how would you describe yourself at a cocktail party? Well, I would say that I'm uh, crazy about animals. Um, I'm very passionate. 
and I'm probably type A because I just don't give up. <laughs> so how did that type A and love for love for pets transition into launching the foundation? Well, it was an interesting story how it started. Um, as I became involved with the animals in the community that I live in, our humane society mainly, I started traveling around the country just to look at shelters across the country and see what they were like inside. And it was a very tough thing for me because I had never really adopted a pet. And I was always really fearful about going inside a shelter because I was afraid I would take home all the sadness and I wouldn't be able to get it out of my head and it would bother me for a long time. So I avoided it, which I realized was a huge mistake. I should have confronted this fear long before. Um, I could have done so much more. But so I started traveling around just talking to people in shelters. And actually, one man challenged me and said, you know, how could we work with Bissell? to make money for our shelter. And, you know, could you give us a coupon through a store? Well, you know, our margins are pretty tight and that doesn't work out. But I racked my brain for a long time, like it was about six months. And I figured out a way to make it work. And we do it online. There's a little bit more room online than going directly through a store. So that's how it started. And, you know, I talked to my husband about it. He was great with it. So uh, we started trying to raise money for shelters. And I kept my involvement with my local shelter and I actually uh, helped start a party for them and we started raising a lot of money. So one thing leads to another, passion driven always. We are raising so much money at this point that we realize it shouldn't just go to one place. There are too many animals that need help. So how do we spread this out? And we spread it out through creating a foundation. That's awesome. really how it started. Yeah. And this was all 2011, correct? We yeah. launched? So tell us about the growth since 2011. You support a lot of rescue organizations now. Right. Uh, we have 3,000 partners across the country. I mean, there are so many more to partner with. It has been really rewarding to see the growth, especially in the last three years. I have a very strong team who, are, uh, they're all passionate as well. And we're a very small team, so we can do things quickly. I have a team that works at the foundation, and then there's a committee that uh, does our biggest charity events. And everybody is animal-centered, and that's really what makes the difference. Everybody wants to make a difference for animals in our community and across the country. And Kathy is not exaggerating on that. So I, I know her foundation well. I know her people. It is truly a phenomenal group of people with a lot of passion day in and day out. So for those of you who don't know, Kathy is of the Bissell family. Her husband, Mark, is CEO of the Bissell Corporation. Can you talk a little bit, Kathy, about how Bissell specifically has supported the launch of the foundation and through a number of efforts generally is supporting pet rescue? Sure. I think it always starts with the wife. And you, people laugh because, oh, my <laughs> wife's getting involved. Oh, my gosh, what's she going to do to us? What are the? But interestingly enough, Bissell also is a company that is pet-centered. And it took a while to try to figure out how to integrate. But just the passion, again, of wanting to make a difference and just constantly talking about it really changed uh, the way everyone thought about how they could do business and, and help the foundation. It's been amazing because, honestly, our growth wouldn't come alone. It doesn't come without the support of Bissell. We could not do what we're doing without the support of Bissell. And every single employee that has a large customer is always talking about the foundation and the good work that we're doing because 
they're equally as passionate. And products that we're producing today, we're producing in teams of pet people. So people are testing at their homes. They're bringing their animals to work and, and you know, making sure there's a big mess somewhere to clean up. And all of our, you know, everybody, everybody's just happy about it. Everybody loves it. And we're an open campus for pets. So on any given day, you can see many, many dogs and often cats come in as well. I love that. I love pet-friendly businesses in general. But specifically at Bissell, the Pet Spot and the Innovation Center, can you talk a little bit about that? I think it's both of those are pretty innovative for even pet-friendly companies. Well, so that started when uh, we were redoing the company. And, of course, my thoughts of animals always in the back of my head. And we have a lot of land. We're based in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we're lucky to have a lot of space. And I don't know, I convinced my husband to build a kennel and a pet center where I was trying to encourage employees at this time, and this was, wow, maybe eight years ago, to bring their pets to work. Wouldn't it be great if people could bring their pets and at least they could be in this particular area and if they went to a meeting they could put them in a closed area but if not they could just be out in this pet spot we called it and so that's how it started it has indoor outdoor kennels and you can you can watch your dogs while they're outside playing and it's sunlight and it's just a really nice area well people started loving this space and this is when they started bringing their pets in signing out times to bring their pets in and that was kind of just the start of it the start of a pet-friendly campus. It it always starts somewhere, and that's where this one started. I think that is amazing. And frankly, I think that should be a movement across the country. You guys are innovators on this one. It's cool. Me too. Me too. So I want to shift gears a little bit. And for the listeners, look Kathy up online and see. She's really a a rock star on TV. So I want to talk about two things you've (laughs) done. Yeah, you are. I want to talk about two things uh, specifically you've done, and I think the listeners will really, it would be really entertaining. First, Kathy was on Home Shopping Network, and I believe the first and only animal welfare-oriented product that's ever been sold through Home Shopping Network. So tell us a little bit about, one, um, how you got there, and secondly, what's it like to be behind the scenes at, at HSN? Oh, that's very interesting. It, it was amazing, first of all. Um, HSN, we created a box called the Adopt Box because really what we're trying to do is bring attention to animals in shelters and any way that we can do it, we're trying everything. It's it's costly, but we're trying. And we created Adopt Box, which is a three-part box that really is for adopters that are adopting a pet for the first time. It's the three parts are, there's a health piece to it because we found out through many shelters that people don't understand that you have a pet and that pet needs to have vaccinations, you know, whatever the shots are, needs to go to a vet once a year to be looked at and treated and, you know, just like a human would. So that's a really important element. And we want to try and give that message out to everybody that adopts so that they know there's a responsibility. The second is we want to provide treats and toys and all the enriching things that uh, new pets need in the home so that people understand that you know, they're supposed to have some fun things to, to do in the house besides just walking, uh, hopefully, with their new owner or being pet all day long. So that's the second part. And the third part is what I learned from talking to many shelters is that a lot of animals are given up because people are tired of cleaning up after their messes. So I know better than anyone that <laughs> Bissell makes all the right products to clean up and it makes it easy. So why not put that piece in there so that these animals don't end up back in the shelter? So those are the three pieces to the box. Well, HSN loved it 
And they invited us to come on and talk about adoption, which was really, really amazing because the fact that they allowed us all this television time, they didn't ask for anything in return except to help us get our message out to people to help spread the word of adoption because they too are a pet loving company. Yeah, that's so it was amazing. pretty, pretty neat. Yeah. So yeah, one, that's really cool that you were able to do that and big kudos to HSN. I think it's wonderful they had you on. What was unexpected about being on the show? I, I have to assume for a first-time person going on there, it's um, it's got to be quite an experience. Well, especially, you know, shooting a commercial was hard enough, and that's taped. So now you're live on TV. That's really hard. Um, luckily, they have amazing hosts. So I spent a little time before each segment getting to know the host that was going to have me on for just two minutes at the top of the hour or at the bottom of the hour. And that was really great because you could just see they were passionate. They care about, they also cared about pets. So it was easy. They wanted to also get this message out. So if I faltered at all, they picked it up. It was two minutes. I was afraid two minutes was going to be a lifetime, but it actually was really fun. And a lot of it was due to just these great hosts that they have. That is cool. So how did it go? How did sales go on the show? It really went well. So what happened was people purchased an adopt box, but they didn't purchase it for themselves. They purchased it so that somebody adopting a pet would be able to get this box. And it was $20, 1999. And that was really amazing. Um, they sold a lot of boxes and made a big difference for a lot of people. I think it is amazing and it's heartwarming. And I've personally been to some adoption events and seen the adopt boxes given out. And I think one, it is such a phenomenal idea, especially for first time or relatively inexperienced adopters. It's educational. It gets the, some of the right information and products in their hands. And secondly, I just saw the smiles on people's faces as they were going out with new pets and going out with their adopt boxes. And it just, it's a heartwarming experience. No, so, thank you. We will continue with Kathy right after a couple messages from our sponsors. July 25th, 2006, we adopted April. She's a purebred, orange and white, Brittany. But when she started scratching like crazy, I said to John, it's got to be her food. You know, what you put into a dog is what you get out. We heard this radio commercial, and this woman was so excited about Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. I said to John, I'm getting this. So the Dinovite comes, and I thought, a light bulb moment. She loves her dog food. She always leaves a little bit in her bowl. So we added a huge scoop of Dynavite in it, and then we swished it around like gravy. She dove into that bowl. She licked it clean. She loved it. So that's been the routine for almost 10 years. April gets Dynavite for her dessert. Her coat is now soft. It's silky. It's smooth. She even walks like a little princess. 859-428-1000. On Dynavite. She's Little Miss Hollywood. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
We're back with Kathy Bissell of the Bissell Pet Foundation. Kathy, I want to touch on one of your other uh, TV rock star moments. You have been uh, a frequent guest on Save Our Shelters. One, I'm a big fan of the show. I love seeing it. Secondly, I think what you and Rocky have done with that show is, one, very entertaining, and secondly, also supports a great cause. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I feel so fortunate that uh, Rocky has invited me to be a part of his show. He's done, he's really pretty incredible to be around. And having this opportunity to go into shelters, to see the state of the shelter, to meet the people that are behind these shelters. As I told you in the beginning of this podcast, I, you know, had this fear of seeing animals in this environment. And now for me, it's all about how can we help? What can we do? So it's been a real opportunity for me to um, be invited to come along with Rocky on some of the shows and to try and lend a hand to these people who are doing the best they can. Also passion-driven, I find most of these shelters that I've gone to, most of them, not all of them, are driven by women who have given up everything to save these animals. And I I have to say it's it's always very tear-jerking to see how much they've, they've done and what their kind of time and money that they've committed to trying to save the lives of these animals. So that's really, it's a great experience. And then to see what Rocky can do to change the facility with Rob North, his partner. Rob comes in and dreams of how to fix it. And it's just really fun to see the end results because when we go in, it is pretty awful in some of the cases. And when we leave, it's fantastic. Yeah. So if anyone has not seen the show, I strongly encourage you to go look it up. It's, it's really a great show. It's Save Our Shelters. I would characterize it as some combination between home improvement shows, and it has somewhat of that format, and certainly the advocacy aspect for shelters and animals. It's a really great show. I'm thrilled that you've been able to participate in it, Kathy, and I I would encourage anybody to go check it out. So let's shift a little bit into the foundation itself. So One, in ramping up the foundation and currently what you're dealing with today, what do you find to be the biggest challenges? The biggest challenges really are resources, and I think probably in the end it would be money. Um, It always comes down to money, right? Uh, But in this case, we're really, really careful about every penny we spend. Matter of fact, 100% of what comes into the foundation goes out to, to save the lives of these pets and shelters. And we're really proud of that because uh, I'm lucky Bissell covers all of our other expenses. So 100% of donations and money raised through different things that we do goes to the animals. But there's never enough. And as we grow and as we make our way into every state, we see such need. And it's it's a bit overwhelming, honestly. It's overwhelming because you want to help. You want to help more. You just want to do more constantly. So my biggest challenge is finding partners and large companies to team up with me to go in and, you know, make a difference. Yeah. So for the listeners, as I noted in the intro, I believe a lot in this foundation, what they do. Personally, my business supports supports their efforts with every order. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up, Kathy. If an individual wants to contribute to the foundation, how do they go about doing that? Oh, they could just go to our website, BissellPetFoundation.org, and, you know, just go through the site to, to find, the, you know, where they can make a donation. Great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Absolutely. So if somebody goes and contributes today, what are, the, um, what are the big initiatives on the horizon that they're going to be supporting? So one of the things we found to be really successful are these Empty the Shelter Days. And what we do with the Empty the Shelter Day is we contact shelters, 
like in the state of Michigan, partner shelters, and then we reach out to others that aren't our partners, and we ask them if they'd like to become a partner, and we'd like to help them adopt out their animals. It's been a big success. We typically, in the state of Michigan, it's easy for us to meet with a lot of the directors of the shelters or some of their teams, and we meet as a group, and we have been able to connect shelters with each other, which is great, because sometimes you might have an animal that has you're in love with. It's at your shelter but that animal is not getting adopted out. And to find a partnering shelter that would say, I'll take that dog and I think we'll find a home for it is really important. So they're able to, you know, make friends, make connections and help move these animals to shelters that where they have a second chance. So it's been rewarding. We bring everyone together. Uh, we learn a lot from these shelters on how to do things. And so they, this adoption process is, happens because everyone has has really joined in to have a voice to make it successful. We have seen huge amounts of animals move in one day just across the state of Michigan, almost 2,000 last October. And that was big. That was with 57 shelters. So we're attempting that again in April, at the end of April, and we are hoping to uh, have, you know, 75 shelters on board, which could, could take the whole state. The, the great thing is, is that when these shelters, their animals are adopted out and people need to know that it's the same adoption application that they would normally fill out. And what happens is no, no animals are reserved. So you, you go to fill out a form at your shelter. And of course you're curious because you want to see what animals are in the kennel. So the people go and they tour the kennels and then they see an animal. They think that's the one I want. Can you hold it for me for the adoption day? Well, we don't hold. So Typically, what we're seeing is a lot of these animals are going home the week before. So what happens the day of, the kennels are half full or less than half full. So we've asked every shelter that's having this day to find a partnering shelter where animals can move in immediately to fill the space. So we're saving two lives instead of just the one. And that is is why our numbers go up so high, because they're able to really reach to some of the organizations that don't adopt out directly, only work with rescue groups. Yeah, Um, one. I'm glad you called that out. That's the great point. I think a really innovative thing you guys are doing. The other, and and I personally, I was at the one in the fall. The other thing I found extremely effective about the format and the way you guys did it. And by the way, the numbers that you guys adopted out in the fall were just phenomenal. So many, especially dogs. so many dogs that are in a shelter environment, it's certainly not a native environment for them. And I don't think always is, is a, an ideal representation of the personality of the dog if you're, if you're looking to adopt. And I thought one of the great things that you guys do is have dogs out in more of an open environment where they can be brought out on a leash outdoors. I, I really got to see a lot of the potential adopters with the potential adoptees and the interaction. And I thought, that format that you guys are doing is just phenomenal. And obviously the results speak for themselves because you guys did a heck of a job adopting out a lot of dogs and cats through the last event. So kudos on that. Thank you. Thank you. We've learned also that what happens to these pets when they, which is, this is really interesting when they go home, you know, we ask people and our return rate uh, back to the shelters is very low, which is great, under 5%. And we find that, yeah, so far it's been great. And we find that sometimes people don't understand when they're bringing a pet into a home that they need to get used to that pet and that pet needs to get used to them. So we've now come out with some information on what you do when you adopt a pet, what, what you need to expect as a new pet parent, and the love that you need to give this animal so that it can love you back, taking the time 
you know, being sure that you're being considerate of the animal, not having a party that night where a lot of people are there and get the dog all nervous or the cat. So it's we're learning a lot by teaming up with so many shelters. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't say this loudly enough. I think the combination of the advocacy for adoption, the education, the medical support you guys provide, the fact that it's a dollar for dollar donations go straight to the organizations that need them. It's why I personally support the Bissell Pet Foundation, and I would strongly encourage if if you have it in you to look at a cause to consider giving to, go go check them out. They really are a wonderful organization. And Kathy, appreciate you covering all this today. I'm sure very both entertaining and educational for anybody listening. So we unfortunately have to wrap this up. It's been a wonderful conversation. I'm I'm sure, Kathy, um, both entertaining and educational for everybody. First, I want to quickly make sure everybody knows where to find you and the foundation. So their website is BissellPetFoundation.org. On Facebook, they can be found at Bissell Pet Foundation and on Twitter and Instagram at Bissell Pets. So, Kathy, uh, it was a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Any closing thoughts? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for having me on today. Really wonderful, and uh, I love your passion, Dustin, as well. It's great to have uh, partners like you and friends like you who are helping us to make a difference. I would like to just challenge everyone listening to follow their hearts and their passion and make a difference for whatever whatever it is they love because I didn't think I could do this. I really felt like I I loved animals, but I didn't know how I could help them. And I just broke through and made a difference. Each person can make a difference. Even if it's a small difference, just attempt it and follow your heart. That's it. I love that message. That is wonderful. And thank you so much for joining us today, Kathy. As always, you can reach me at Dustin at PupJoy.com, at PupJoy on all major social media, and online at www.PupJoy.com. So my friends, happy tales to you until we meet again. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.